What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sarlacc Digest, presented today by Hoth Topic. Shh. Hey. <laughs> I'm your host for the day, Chris, Grant Admiral Franz, and with me today, I've got Scott Solo. What's up, nerds? And Bootleg Joe! Yo. All right, so as you see, I've kicked off the mooch. Ernie is now scared of me, and Chris <laughs> didn't like me in the first place, so she's not coming on. But she said she might come in later after she watches live and feels safer. All right? <laughs> so the three of us are getting on here right now. And uh, this is episode 174, putting us 28 days from midnight tonight away from the release of Andor. So Woo! you guys excited? Yeah, hell yeah. You hell yeah. It. Oh, wait, it's 21 days. They're the 21st. 28th is Bad Batch. See, look at that. I took over for Mooch and screwed up the intro already. Damn hey, I've already, I've already screwed up a lot. So we're, As long we're as you've seen Palpentine in this, we're good to go. All right, so... Um, <laughs> You know, since I'm here, we're going to spend the next hour talking about all the possible castings for Grand Emerald Thrawn in the Mandoverse. Okay, uh, no. I can't, I can't remove you from this thing. I mean... All right, fine. I'll <laughs> save that for the episode of Hoth Topic coming out Friday. All right. right. But in the meantime, what we're going to do is uh, go through some of our housekeeping here. And Scott, if you can talk about our Patreon patrons and give them a big thank you from me and a hug. I sure will. I don't know how he gets that fancy scroll thing to go, so I'm just going <clears> to say it. <throat> Oh, everybody that is a Patreon member, thank you so much for your continued support. We really appreciate it. Of course, every dime you put into the donation goes right back into the production of the show. Uh, we're looking at, re at hiring a new person to replace Darth Moocher because apparently Lord of the Rings is far more important than Star Wars. That son of a bitch. Right? He's going to watch Rings of Power. Jeez. Whatever. Priorities. What a I know. Jackal. What is your priority? I can't what? leave this IP for another mid-go. I know, I know. So, without further ado, let's thank Nicholas Schaefer. He is our newest Patreon patron member. Ryan and the Star Joes, Cliff, Don and Brady of the Escape Pod podcast on the Red 5 Network, Flavy Davey, formerly of the Nerds with Attitude podcast. Oh, hey, Russ. Uh, Don the Dad Dorn, my cat just scared the shit out of me, Justin the Vanilla Thunder, Mervine, Gavin Connor of the Holy Hour All Cure podcast. Crystal Lamphere, Brandon and Anya Epler, and AJ from the Forbidden Panel. Stop licking my toes, cat. That's weird. I'm glad he <laughs> said cat. That's right. Not AJ from the Forbidden Panel, though he could be convinced. I'm guaranteeing you that. So, a little bit of cash. A little bit of cash. And some bedroom eyes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And bootleg. Boot, you want to go ahead and go through who's in the pit right now? I think it's small but mighty so far. Yeah. So far, we got this sexy mofo of uh, bootleg Joe. Never heard of her. Scott Polo. Hey. We got Matt Logic 44. We have uh, Arizona Toy Hunters Guild, Gavin Connor, Santo 1414, Plastic Predicaments, Monique. Is, is that my Monique? Monique Alexandra? Uh, <laughs> Rural Farm Boy. Hey, Rural RFB. The Nerd Alert. And yeah, that's Rural pretty Farm much it again. right now. I'm pretty sure there's more, so show your face. And That's the question right. was, RFB asked, where's Moocher? We kicked him off. He's done. Dunzo. He couldn't handle the beard anymore. We're like, go. He's scaring folks off. Or he's watching the Lord of the Rings premiere away from us like a yeah. jerk. So Yes. he did, We didn't get the invite. Oh, no. and that's why Gordon isn't in the chat, because Gordon from the chat invited him to go see Lord of the Rings at the movie. Another so, one with his priorities off. I'm done with this madness, and I'm done with this show. <laughs> okay. That's well. going off on my own. <laughs> <laughs> right on all right so there's not a whole lot of news right we're down to three weeks before andor and four weeks before bad batch 2 and by the way that's probably the only news here right last week we were talking about how bad batch's date was taken off did you guys see that right we talked about that yeah. last week yeah yeah so we saw first off on reddit and then on disney plus australia but first somebody had checked with customer support and they had gone in in their chat and said can i get a confirmation of when bad batch season two will be coming out and damned if the response wasn't the 28th of September. And then we saw Disney Plus Australia came back with the same date on there. So we're back on track. Everybody's cool now? Absolutely. It, you know, nobody ever thinks to actually go to the source. Hey, you know, 
why don't you just ask Disney? No, we're going to do a podcast on it. We're going to speculate on it. We're going to get all butthurt about it. And then it's all going to be fine. All going to be fine. (laughs) So, uh, hey, welcome Papa Schmitty, Miss Sunflower, and Anonymous Dude123. Anonymous Dude123, nice. Fallen Fett sent him. I'll be damned. We'll be sure to get him a, a, a basket of fruit. Right. That's not happening. That's not happening. That's, that's, that's not happening. Patreon stuff. No, okay. That's not what that's for. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's uh, not. All right. So Bad Batch right after the first three episodes of Andor on the 21st. And we get the next episode plus Bad Batch on the 28th. We're Star Wars up, folks. This is. I love it. About time. We've been waiting all year for this. They said we were going to be stacked up with Star Wars and it just didn't happen. So Mm-mm. we're ready to roll now. Okay. Um, I think uh, beyond that with, with what's going on, I think the uh, another rumor right now from Jordan Maison is that we're going to see Sabine in Mando season three. We really, really? haven't talked about um, catching Sabine. We haven't talked a lot about her. What do you no. think about that? I, I mean, I don't see another place. I mean, that would be the place to bring her in. It looks incredibly Mandalorian heavy. And with her past and rebels, I mean, it's, it's all tied to the Mandalorian civil war with her mom and the, the other night owls. And I, I don't see why they wouldn't at this right. point. You think it would be like a, a live type thing, or maybe when they're telling the story about the, the history of the saber and I, the last, and maybe the last time it went through. Cause they, I've already, we've already seen mm-mm. right in the Ahsoka um, sneak peek trailer, the, there's like flashback scenes, right? Where she was seeing the painting and it looked like we saw rebels come to life. Right. Maybe we'll see something like that. What Good. do you think, Joe? I think she's coming to life. I think and she's coming to life in Mando 3? Yes, and I think she's going to be... I mean, why? it's a perfect opportunity to introduce her to the live world. I agree. You know, from a cartoon, like a transition. That's actually a really good point. I mean, because... A lot of people are going to be saying, who, who is this character, you know, and instead of having to go straight to Rebels and watch all that, they could get a pretty easy rundown using yeah. the Mandalorian. That's a great that's a great thought, Joe. Yep. And uh, I think that's again, I, we've talked about that many times. I've talked about it on Hoth, right, about how you want to introduce these characters early in different shows. So mm-hmm. if you get them, you get the, the regular audience, not the not the big nerds. Right. But you get the general audience going and you get them into a show and then you bring in a character they care about a little bit or want to know more about. And then you toss them into the bigger show later where they're going to make a difference, right? Get that introduction. So I think Sabine and Mando 3 makes total sense. Don't know if the rumor's right, but I mean, why not? Rural Farm Boy says, I follow spoilers, not leaks or rumors. Not heard any word of Sabine and Mando 3. Hmm. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. we don't know yet, but I mean, it makes sense again, right? So we shall, uh, we, we, everything's a grain of salt. Everything we talk about here is wrong 99% of the time. We we sneak a nugget out there nine or one percent of the time, but that's completely on luck. Yeah. Now, speaking about that, the spoilers slash uh, slash leaks. There was some stuff on the acolyte from uh, Fulcrum leaks the last couple of weeks. Have you guys seen that? Mm-mm, no. Okay. Well, basically, they had synopsis for the first three episodes of the acolyte, and that was going to be my uh, a big topic today. I was going to kind of walk through the synopsis as mm-hmm. I went to get it. It turns out they've been shut down. So as I went to go get my notes ready, I'm like, oh, Lucasfilm took these fools out. (laughs) So that leads me to believe. Interesting. Right. That they might have been on to something. Right. We we never get shut down because we're never on to nothing. Right. (laughs) They just listen and laugh. And now we've been told. Oh, no. What happened? I think he got. Oh, I think he was on to something. They took him down. Uh... Son of a. Okay. Now, we have been told by people, right, that, that work for the company, for the mouse, that they that people have listened. And they're like, oh, wow, you guys get really close, but then you go way out of control, which is generally what our MO is. That's anyway, us. So, grain of salts. But anyway, the Acolyte thing, they got shut down. So here's what I'm, my, the gist of it, the, the, the parts that I'll, I'll talk about. You're going to talk about the Acolyte, the, the main character who was, who was cast. We saw her, right? Mm-hmm. She's going to be dealing with another one called Paul. And I hope to God... Paul is Paul? just a, a character name that they're hiding something. Yeah, Paul. No, it's Paul Patine. <laughs> but uh, just straight Paul. And that's the, that's the code name they're using. But it's something that the Jedi weren't fast enough to come help her 
with her planet. And other people are kind of like that too when they're needing help, but the Jedi aren't quick enough. The Jedi aren't doing things. They kind of become disillusioned with the Jedi back then. And they get these acolytes, which an acolyte is just lesser than an apprentice, right? Mm -hmm. They haven't gotten into their training and stuff. So they're kind of building up almost a Sith-type army is what it sounded like. But the cool thing is we're going to... I think it's going to go through the history of the Sith during this. I think we should start seeing... Uh, from the rumor I remember, we're going to start seeing things of Bane and Revan and stuff in the past that are going to come up through this. This is stuff we wanted to see. Yeah, fingers, fingers crossed. Right. Man. So mm -hmm. I'm hoping they knock this fool out because he was on top of something, right? So I would dig that. That's, the other that's th pretty interesting. Yeah, the other thing was the mention of Korriban and, and Malachor. I know. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> Korriban and Malachor. Cool. And Scott, you want to break down Malachor? Why, why that's, or Korriban and Malachor? Why that's uh, yeah, well, uh, Korriban, and your, earlier we were talking, you said there was another planet with an M name, and that was Moraband. Uh, Korriban, I think, That's became right. Moraband in yes. Rebel in uh, Clone Wars, whenever yeah. Yoda was out on his quest. So uh, yeah, we've got a Moraband or Korriban, whichever one you want to call it, is a massive Sith world. It's it's where uh, the crypt of Darth Bane is, where Yoda came to in contact with a Force. Not really a force ghost, but some kind of a residual like an energy. AI, of... An AI slash force ghost. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Kind, kind of something you would expect to come out of a holocron almost, but it was really powerful and it was Darth Bane. Uh, now, Malachor, on the other hand, is the site of a massive ancient battle between Jedi and Sith. And that is, um, if you recall, whenever you were watching Rebels, whenever Darth Maul came in and was trying to seduce Ezra to the dark side, uh, they were on this planet. They were on uh, Malachor, and there were all the dead Jedi just kind of turned to dust almost. They were almost petrified, if you will, with lightsabers lying all over the ground, just scattered all over the terrain. And it was like the entire planet was covered with almost like a glass sheet. And then underneath the sheet was a Sith temple. And that is where um, Ahsoka and Darth Vader had their final battle uh, whenever she got, you know, whenever she was presumed dead for a couple of years. And, uh, you know, that's where uh, Darth Maul kind of presented himself to Ezra. So if we see more uh, Malachor and that battle that takes place on that planet. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I mean, wow. I hope that's where it's leading to. I, I always think of the old, uh, old Republic cutscenes. Of, of Jedi and Sith fighting. And that's what I want to see, right? Like I know that's at some point in our lives, we're going to see this besides that cutscene, you yeah. know, where we just see a mess of them going at, I, I was hoping that part right there, what you were saying, you know, we get the Malachor piece that this Jedi battle versus Sith, that kind yeah. of, even in a flashback would be awesome. I would, I would take that any day. And if they do bring in Bane, even, even in the AI holocron type thing, I hope they don't use the same model they used in, in uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, that, that didn't look at all like Darth Bane, at least what we've been shown Darth Bane to look like. And that was back in the old Legends, too. I mean, that, that's yeah. when that Clone Wars episode came out. So who knows? Yeah, it was weird to switch him up from a big, bulky, massive of a, a massive of man, right? With the yeah. almost the Deadpool triangles, all this kind of stuff you see on him, right? Um, into what was really like a, a, a slim knight, it yeah. looked like. You know, it was a odd, an odd change on him. And I hope they would go back to the original... Um, look on the books and you know and the toys even yeah yep. yeah so uh but yeah is that is that where they're going do you think with acolyte do you think we're gonna see that what do you think i, 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 mean, I think well we've only got the three episodes of stuff in there and now yeah. that we see this I, I i think we're getting to uh plagueis i, I think paul's gonna be plagueis I, I really do i mean there's four paul, paul has four of the letters <laughs> in plagueis you it, can't it spell plagueis without paul you can't right <laughs> so I, I'm pretty sure that this I'm I'm going to be wrong on this one every time. But I, I, again, we're 100 something years. It makes sense. We don't know how how long Muns live and, and or how long a, a Sith can make himself live and 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 redo or if he's been cloned and does stuff. We don't know any of that, right? Um, so yeah, I think that's where it's going. Well, what's I, the life? What's the lifespan for a Mun? We don't know. I, I don't know myself. Um, I don't know if it's in mentioned anywhere to be honest. Um, but I haven't looked it up. Hmm. So. But I mean, again, the the dark side is a pathway to many things that people, you know, feel unnatural, mm -hmm. whether it be living or coming back up or anything. Um, 
you figure uh, Palpatine would have learned it from somewhere, some kind of teaching, right. something. So this Paul guy, or even Plagueis, we could, this is a new Plagueis. This doesn't have to be canon Plagueis. He could have been living for centuries, cloning himself and doing things. Remember, Palpatine said only one person figured out the way to eternal life, right? And it was his mm -hmm. master. And right. if his master did it, and he taught, he found out from him, that's where he found out the cloning. He's going to be eternal. He's going to have life eternal through the cloning. He learned it from him. Why not say he's been alive since X amount of years? You right. Know? So I think that could all play into that. That again, you always want to look for things in the original movies, not the mm -hmm. nine movies, but the original six at least, to look <laughs> right. for things back to where it make it fit, and that that would fit. That would make that line fit. What was uh, Plagueis's real name again? Uh, I've only read that book Ooh, twice. Got um, me, dude. While you talk, I'll look it up really quick so we wow. know. Got me. Um, but that's I'm excited about that. And Joey, I know this is right up your alley, dude. It's nothing but dark evil. Yeah, shit. it is. <laughs> that's that is true. So is this uh, uh, Joey? Is it, where is this rank on the, the the of all the things coming out? Right. You've got Andor. You've got the Acolyte, Ahsoka, Mando three. Um, we'll just and Bad Batch. Where, where, where is that? Where's Acolyte rank on that for you? Acolyte ranks to the top for me. That's really? what I, that's what, that's what I thought. To the top for yeah. me. Because I want I want to see that I want a history lesson on the Sith, mm -hmm. and this is it. Me too. Is it though? I, I don't at know, least man. Some, at least I'm hoping for it to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be something. Hugo Damask. Thank you, Rural Farm Boy. I really appreciate yeah, that. that there coming is. up. RFB's on fire. Yeah, he is. Yeah, but right. I mean, Paul Hugo. I've got a cousin. His name's Hugo. I mean, it's just it all. Because you said. I mean, because yeah. you said that uh, that it goes back how many years? 100. Oh, 100 well, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not really that far back, but who who knows how far back story-wise they're going to tell. I mean, yeah, it's based 100, year, 100 years before, but who knows how far back right. of, you know, stories that they're going to tell in this. And, again, the possibilities of, of just the story of Plagueis coming to life in this. Yeah. God, I hope yeah, so. We've we've talked about things like Ray in the future talking about Jedi stories, right? When we talk about Tales of the Jedi, when we we're trying to figure out what that was, that yeah. would have worked. We've talked many times about Lando, old Lando mm -hmm. telling stories and seeing young Lando, right? Well, we're probably wrong on all those. Although the Lando makes too much sense, it needs to happen yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, but this is one of those things too. As the as Paul, you know, is teaching teaching his young acolyte stuff, he should be bringing up stories of the old Sith to make them real, you know, and, and telling the stories of battles and, and ages past and all this stuff and have it go back. And we've seen all these series are really good about going backwards. Mandalorian flashes mm -hmm. back to, to Din's childhood all the time, mm -hmm. right? In that first season. Yeah. Um, in in, in uh, Kenobi, we see flashbacks to the old times. In, in Boba Fett, we see flashbacks. So we've, we've established flashbacks are the norm now, right? So mm -hmm. why not why not just keep that going? And, and with the Sith, that gives us so much history, dude. That, that's, that's you the, see, what's crazy, though, is the story is... Like like Palpatine said, you know, was telling Anakin, you won't hear this story from a Jedi. So it's like, it's not like this is going to be someone gathered around a bunch of children. Let me tell you a story of, no, this is like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what makes this interesting is stories of the Sith just don't come out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, Joe, you're on fire right there because I think yeah. I want to hear that line. <laughs> I want to hear this yeah. is not a story yeah. the Jedi would tell you. I want to hear that. Uh -huh. What What if the Acolyte here, what if this person whenever she finds the Sith Lord, what if she is the beginning of the Sith Eternal that we Maybe. see on Exegol? I mean, we all know that they're filling in those 30 year, that 30 year gap, you know, and the, the, one of the biggest questions I have is about the Sith Eternal. Who are they? Where did they come from? What are they? I mean, it looked like there was hundreds of thousands of people in that audience cheering yeah. on Ray and Palpatine. Um, I want to know why I want to know who they are. I'd like to know more about those characters and I don't want to read it in, in a, in a tales of the, or in a book. I mean, I will, if it's only in a book, right? Hell yeah. I'll read it. I'll read it a few times, but I want to see it acted out live action or animation. I'll take either one, man. I don't care. Yep. So damn sure. Yeah. I, I agree with you totally too. As much as I love the books and I love yeah. comics and stuff. I mean, lately I'm, with with the very few exceptions, I haven't been as into them, right? And it's been hard. I'm, I'm ready for some stuff on screen. Um, there's 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 something to be said about your imagination being your TV and movie and yeah. stuff, and I can make it the way I want it. And, but I want to see their vision on there, and I want to see these things come to life, and me not have to make it up. You yeah. know, and we do that with toys and everything mm -hmm. else through our whole lives. Let's. I want to see it. 
Make it yeah. happen, damn it. it. And I agree with you as far as the books go, man. I'm I am trying my damnedest to get through the Princess and the Scoundrel. And the first few chapters of it were really promising. My most hated book in all of Legends was The Courtship of Princess Leia. I hated that book. Other than the fact that it introduced Night Sisters, that was cool. But um, otherwise, I could not stand that book. And um, so I, I had my hopes high for The Princess and the Scoundrel. First eight chapters that all led up to the wedding of Han and, and Leia were, were fun. It was really fun. The actual wedding was a complete shit show. The, from the beginning, and just like you would think it would be, too. It's it, There's Ewoks everywhere. C-3PO's a golden god still to them, and he the, the Ewoks want him to officiate the wedding, and it, it's and Han is like, hell no. It's just this whole thing leading up to it. It is absolutely great. And then they go on their honeymoon, and it's just it, it becomes a commercial for the Galactic Star Cruiser. Damn it. A blatant commercial for the Galactic Star Cruiser to the point where, why don't you join me in this lounge and have this drink? This is how we make this drink with these ingredients. And I'm like, what What am I listening to here? What, what is this? No, that drives and, me nuts, dude. Uh, and I, I, and I, it's yeah. been seven chapters of that. And I'm, I'm finally, I'm just like, okay, I got to take a break. I'll come back to it later. Maybe it'll get better. I don't know. But it, to me, it's it's better the other way around. I, th- I know, I think I've said it on here before. If you take something from the books or something from the shows and put it into the real world, like at Disneyland, that's freaking rad, right? Yeah. But it's not as cool when you take something from Disneyland and you put it into a book or into a show because then it feels like it's marketing. Yes. You know, the opposite way feels like it's fun and getting us involved and giving us things we want. This way, you're shoving something down my throat. And I think that's piss poor marketing. And I think that's a bad, bad business decision to do it that way. Yeah. Put it in books first, mm-hmm. then put it out. That Star yeah. Cruiser could have been in several books by now. We would have liked it. And they would yeah. be like, oh, cool. There's a Star Cruiser. Now it exists. And you know? that's what they did with Batu. You know, Batu first made its appearance in what? It was in uh, Thrawn's book, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was in the Thrawn and Anakin team up The book. second one. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it felt, I read it. I, I could picture it in my mind. And then I went whenever it opened, like half a year later, I went and I'm like, Oh my God, there's the blaster marks on the wall. And Oga's canteen. Oh my God, there's the spire. You know, it, it, they did it right. Oh, it's different that way. Now the other books that had it in there, there were blatant uh, marketing ploys, yeah. right? There oh, a whole absolutely. lot of, whole lot of Ronto rap stuff and all that crap going on. And, but to, to be fair with black spire outpost, that book, it was in one chapter. It was like, Story, story, one chapter. Hey, check out a Ronto rap. Here's Oga's Cantina. Let's get on with the story. And they never really went back to it. Real so it didn't boy, feel forced. It didn't feel, well, it felt a little forced, but not not like this. This feels like mm. our Galactic Star Cruiser is not selling tickets the way we want it to. Let's have a book about it. <laughs> and, and, and make it important. And make it very important. Yes, yeah. this, this is where Han and Leia boned down. They almost lost me. They almost lost me. And Rural Farm Boy says not the first time he's heard that. He hears it a lot in his playlist. Uh, where they really lost me whenever they were introducing the Galactic Star Cruiser or the Halcyon, as you would call it. Uh, it has 13 engines and can outrun the Millennium Falcon. Wow. And I'm like, stop being a dick. Now you're just <laughs> right. being a jerk, man. The Millennium Falcon is the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy, not this cruise ship. Right. And that's exactly what it is. They get on board the cruise ship and they're they're – they are given all <laughs> they're given all of these safety protocols that you would if you were getting on an actual cruise ship here's your life jacket you know that speech whenever you get on if you've ever been on a cruise yeah. you're always whenever you first get on there here's the here's the escape pods here's the life jacket it's it's all there and i'm like oh my god i know you're trying to make it real but we could have done without this completely overdoing it yeah. All right. That's going to come up in a minute. So let's let's put a pin in the Halcyon and watch yep. this. So so moving on, let's let's, let's shift a little bit into yep. some other stuff going on in Disney Plus in there in three weeks, right? Get our correct day here, Chris. On the twenty first, uh, we're going to get Andor. Let's take a look at that new poster that dropped this week from StarWars.com. Boom! Oh, these oh. posters are getting. This is a sharp poster, yeah. right? That's a that's a clean. It's no Drew Struzan. No. But that's that's as good as you're going to get without him, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. And they've oh, they've redone the poster twice. This is just the cleanest version. And, and I think uh, I, posters don't get me too amped up anyway. I got a very few posters in my life that I like one behind me that I just absolutely love. But this is a really clean look. And yeah. and I think I want to kind of go through these characters a little bit um, as we go. Did you also see? You can go ahead and drop that for a sec. Sure. Um, did you see the sneak peek that the people at IMAX got, guys? Oh. 
was it uh, yeah. what I saw was the one where it was uh Skarsgård and and uh that's it Andor okay yeah so yeah. it was a, it was a 10 minute deal that went on but it was just that for the the show sneak peek and then there was like seven and a half minutes of talk and interview all right but okay. what it was was interesting because it's kind of funny because we talk about this trope all the time um Skarsgård who plays what Luthen Rail and they use a lot of name, overdo a lot of names. Rail, it's like Rail Avaros, right? Why yeah. would you take a name like that and redo that? Kind of like uh, the ne- another person named Karn. Last name is Karn. I'm like, you're kind of really close to some other Star Wars names. That's we have a lot of letters in the alphabet. We can use them and mix them up. There's a also better. a lot of Antilles. I mean, you got Bale Antilles, Wedge Antilles. They say Antilles is like Smith in the Star Wars universe. So touche. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it is just weird. And I, you know, I thought that that was a mix up. Right, that was yeah. an accident. That was that was a goof right there. We had to make it right. But Stellan Skarsgård is just a good Star Wars name as Luthen Rail. Seriously, he, he could have kept his regular name. <laughs> just Stellan. It, nobody would blink an eye, well, right? Well, we've got Stellan Geos in the High oh, Republic. So they never use names. Nope. <laughs> so, uh, so there we go. But the, but the, the trope they're talking about is uh, basically Andor stole a box from the Empire. Right. He stole some stuff from the Empire. And the dude's asking him, you know, he's like, how do you do that? What, what, you know, what's the deal? He's like, I just walk in there like I own it. That's the secret. They're too fat and happy. And they, they couldn't believe that somebody like me could walk into their house, you know? And we, we talk about that all the time, why it always happens in Star Wars. I'm glad they kind of address it here that, the, that that's why it works, because the Empire is this massive machine. And, and there are a bunch of people walking around. You think back, I can think back a couple, maybe it's about a decade or so ago. I work in a building and there's like a thousand people in a building, 500 people in a building. You don't know everybody, no. right? The Empire is much larger than that. So I guess that's kind of how you sneak in. We're fat and happy. Nobody's looking at anything. Who would dare walk in here and sneak in, right? Or but, sneak out with a trench coat and a child under Or it. sneak out because everybody's doing something, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you've got Kenobi doing it. You do it. How? I mean, how many times does Ezra sneak in in some kind of goofy outfit, right? And Three he's way too short. Yeah, and he's way too short to be any of them. Yeah. You know, Luke and Han. From Luke and Han, from day one, that was the trope. So... Yeah. I kind of like that Andor is bringing it up now and and uh, getting through that. So that was a cool sneak peek to me. It wasn't exciting, but it kind of explained about forty different scenes in Star Wars. So yeah, yeah, it did, yeah. it did. Um, Skyrider says he doesn't like uh, real na- real world names in Star Wars. Uh, I agree. You know, except Luke. Except yeah, yeah. Or but you know, Paul, Paul. Paul. We're going back to the Alchemite. Paul, Paul. really? Uh, I'm telling. Well, it's, that's the problem with some of the stuff with the High Republic, right? High yes. Republic has a lot of uh, terrestrial names. And yeah. it's like, come and, on, guys. Well, I'm trying to remember them all, but they were so common. It's like, oh, I know three people with that name. And yeah, it was like uh, Alex or something Dan. like that. Dan, yes, Dan the Jedi. Or... Dan, yeah. <laughs> Who gives a oh shit? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're running um, out of Star Warsy names. Let's just pick a boy's name. Go for it. Right, right, right. Um, Another one is, uh, let's see, Cyril Karn. Let's take a look at Cyril Karn. He's the inspector guy, the darker the inspector outfit. guy. Okay, yeah. let me see. So I'm having trouble figuring out if this is an inspector under the Imperial something. Or let's if take a look is, at it. Where, where is he on he'd here? He'd be is that he... gent up top by Mon Mothma. Okay. Okay. I, see. The, I think uh, I've got a good picture of his back right there. Oh, I had the other side too, but darn it. I might have sent him in a different order. Yeah. But uh this is the dude, right? He's obviously in the the mix of stuff. Is he an inspector on the planet? Is he an inspector for the Empire? What's he going to do? But looking at the poster, I kind of look at the poster and kind of figure out their rankings, right? Okay. You know Andor is the big dog up top. We've talked, you know, and Mon Mothma is going to be number two in the show. We've already talked about that. Um, he's right there, yeah. you know, in Stellan mm-hmm. Skarsgård. This guy's going to be a big deal. I don't think he's the big bad, obviously, but he's going to be, looks like, the main antagonist against everybody in this show. Him and the woman in the uh the white, the white. that's yeah. denise goff uh, playing imperial officer deidre miro so okay. deidre miro deidre is kind of terrestria, but yeah. it's not spelled like it's here and then miro is a good that's a, that's a good star wars name i'm gonna start judging yeah. their names now you're gonna start hearing it because <laughs> if i don't like your names anymore with paul's and shit you're gonna hear it um there's something <laughs> you know i was hoping crystal would come on guys we're gonna save this talk because the emma's mentioned it here and i'm gonna leave it here because we're a bunch of uh, dudes and uh i don't want to get too deep into it but one of the qu- the things came up during a uh, slash film, I believe it was an interview with slash film. Mm-hmm. She had mentioned how what we're going to see with this character is how hard it is on her in the empire because she's a woman. Okay. And I want to ask Krista when she comes on, is that going to be a big deal to her or anybody in the pit? If that's a, if that's a huge deal to have to bring up, I always kind of thought we always assumed, we always knew that the emperor was 
you know, just the way he sexist, was. Sexist, xenophobic, yeah. sexist, racist, yeah. And they, they really play the Empire up being against aliens the most, and I think Thrawn kind of covers that. Not to always bring up Thrawn, right? But Thrawn is kind of the prime example of how the Empire is against other people not like them. Um, and I had never heard the, the female piece, and that kind of trips me out, but they have done that in within um, the books and talked about that different species doing that, but never never really so much in the Empire, and especially in canon, because we've seen plenty of female officers in canon, in both the Rebellion, Resistance, and Empire. So if anybody not, has a, a thought on that, but... Not as many, though. I mean, it, I, I, I go back to... Because my, a lot of my foundation in Star Wars is not only the movies, but like you, the books. Yeah. And I look at like um, the Rogue Squadron books where you've got characters like Yazan Izard, who was always kind of kept down whenever the emperor was alive and you know whenever he died she rose up slit throats did what she had to do to become the top dog and in the jedi academy trilogy you had admiral dalla who again was it's almost like there were females but they had to claw their way and kill their way to get to the top in after the emperor died uh, it's it does seem like he he had them under his boot a lot so and i think he has just about everybody under his boot but to your point except for like me right as long as i would be all right i get that don't think yeah. i'm i'm silly i, I see no, that no. um but i was just wondering if, if there's anybody you know in the, in the chat that or in the pit that has an idea on that or cares one way or another should they even bring it up right is it, is it something that star wars needs to bring up but it i think it kind mm -hmm. of plays my point is i think it plays better and, and makes the point when it's an alien and it just kind of cover it blankets everything, you know, without having to bring it terrestrial. I think just being horrible against Thrawn or horrible against any alien race, whether it be gender, nothing else. I think that kind of covers what a horrible situation it is. But that's just my thought. I think the rest of it just brings it to Earth for a minute. And it takes me out of my galaxy far, far away sometimes when we do that. When it's, when it's just so close to home and the times and stuff, it's like, yeah. damn, that that's brought me out for a second. Same thing happens in other shows. Don't get me wrong. It happened in House of the Dragon. We're watching that and... You know, things that like, then you just move right past it. Mm -hmm. But it's like it's like you can only say the same thing so many times. It's it's weird. And I love strong females, too. Don't get yeah. me wrong. There is no I love Leia. I love. Pa well, I don't always love Padme because some of her shit's bad. But, you know, the books are cool. Um, <laughs> oh, and uh, Asajj is one of my favorites. Ahsoka is one of my favorites. All that. But I don't ever hear. Oh, I had such a problem being a Jedi because I didn't have a, I had a problem being a Sith assassin because that's here, the here. thing. Yeah. Here you go, though. Um, you're, you're, you mentioned Ahsoka. You mentioned yeah. Asajj. You mentioned uh, Padme. Okay, Padme. She's she's there, but she's on the side of the angels. And the angels have always been led by Mon Mothma, by Leia, Leia. by Padme, by all that. True. The Imperials, the only time you ever see a female Imperial in live action is subservient to an admiral or something yeah, else. You're right. You do not see a female in a leadership role in the Empire in live action. You do in the animation and in Rebels oh. specifically, um, but you don't mm -hmm. in live action. So and, I think yeah, you're right. And you do in comics and books, too. Right. Yeah. Right. You do in comics and books, but not live action. That's so right. to say that, you know, it's coming out in live action for the first time. And personally, you know, I think I think that's pretty cool. I, I, I do think. Oh, no, uh, I'm totally cool. Totally cool with Imperial officers moths everything that's yeah. not even a problem i just think sometimes it's the the reasoning and the the landing of that that uh, the intent right that comment it, yeah it's, it's, yeah it was the thank god we're not having another sausage party was in that in that article it was and it's like okay <laughs> um that but that pulls somebody like me out right and it's like oh damn yeah. it now i'm gonna now i'm gonna see that and i'm gonna think that and i don't want to think that and that's that's why sometimes i'm probably gonna do a hot topic on this interviews suck I, I hate interviews yeah. sometimes with people before the show um, yeah. because it puts these things in your head that what they're going to do. And it may never be like anything that's going to be like, oh, they're going to overdo this for six episodes. They might touch on it for six minutes and it not and, be anything, you know? And and that is what I think really gets the, the fan base in uh, up in arms. You know, it's like they say something in an interview and then they the fan base, knowing the fan base the way it is, they're going to blow it out of proportion. They're going to be dicks about it. They're going to go online. They're going to go. Yeah, I, I hate women. You know, whatever they're gonna do, what fan bases do, and be dicks about certain things. Um, and I do think that uh, I do, I do think that having those interviews really, yeah. it, it really does kind of, it, it sets a precedent of uh, of anger and 
which is probably going to happen regardless. But it, it, that, that's totally true too, dude. Because if they yeah. didn't have the interview or said something completely different, it still would. You're always going to have half the people pissed off. Well, probably not. You're probably going to have a third pissed off, a third really happy, and the third in the middle are like, eh. Like that's kind of like we all usually are, or at least me, right? It's like, eh, mm-hmm. I see it. I'll mention it and I'll move on. It's not going to stop me from loving it. It's not going to yeah. even get me mad at it. It's just like, I'm not blind, right? Yeah. And that's 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 all that is. And like, I think, what, like, what about ahead. the sequels? Though the sequels in uh, the first order, they got a lot of that's first know, order. Officers. Oh, it's, yeah, I was going to say, order, it's not, yeah, you're right. But in the first, you know, in the sequels, you see a strong female presence in the first order. Like uh, officer wise, and it is so. I guess so I can, guess that that would be the the growth of thirty some odd years, forty years. Um, Plus, without here. without the direct influence of Palpatine, but I mean, yeah, it, we're no, talking. It, yeah, you still see no aliens. Yeah, you're right, right. right. And you know, I almost said Palpatine. What that, that was yeah. the First Order versus the Empire. Then it hit me because I forget about the sequel sometimes. Yeah. That, oh yeah, Palpatine still is in charge of the Empire or the the First Order, but sorta shadowy. Right. Yeah. So. He's still in the shadows on Exegol. So I don't think he has direct influence over him. Otherwise, they'd all have those Star Destroyers with planet-killing abilities from day one. Um, Let me see. What have we got here? Let's check out the chat real quick. That was good, safe safe conversation. Points across. No craziness. That's a a tricky topic right there. It's a tight wire, but we're not too scared of it. A little bit, maybe. A little bit. That's why it was kind of nice to have. We we need that conversation more with Crystal. You got to ask her. I know, darn it, but... I was going to bring it up today because we were on that path. Damn it. Uh, Real Farm Boy says Denise Goff did say in a pod interview with Jedi News that a female Imperial will be spoke to in story in a Star Wars kind of way. Okay, so they I I take it that means they are going to address the lack of female officers, but they're going to do it in a Star Wars kind of way. I I think that's what he's getting at there. As long as that works. And it's probably going to be something about the Emperor himself and and things like that. And that's that that's that's. A little bit different. It's just how it's gonna. How are they gonna execute this, right? It's about execution. A lot of things like you and I speak so much about Attack of the Clones. Yes. How much I love Attack of the Clones because I can see past it. But you do know the I, I do see it. Like you talk about the execution sucks, and I right. don't disagree with that. But I still yeah. think it's fantastic. It could be the same thing here. How's the execution gonna be? Right. So that's it. And then the interviews just kind of throw it out there, and it kind of messes us up. And so. Miss Sun- Miss Sunflower has a really good point here, and I'd like to bring it up. Yeah. Um. It is. Are you going to be disappointed if Paul is not Plagueis? <laughs> yes. Now I am now because I look, there's P, L, A, and U are all there. They have they're to all be. there. If they gave us clues, if, if they didn't, they're jerks. That has to be Plagueis. So yeah, I'm going to be super up. Who else is it going to be? Just Paul? <laughs> if, if they, I swear to God, if his name is Paul, I'm turning it off for about 30 seconds while I calm down and then coming right back. Paul. <laughs> yes, I will be upset, Miss Sunflower, because I just think it's a way. Okay, how about this? Maybe not if Paul Paul isn't um, Plagueis, but if we don't see Plagueis by the end of the Acolyte, I, I do think that'll be a miss. At least him getting, um, him becoming an Acolyte himself, right? Him being part of the, the training piece and coming up, at least that. I'd like um, it if they brought Darth Tenebris into it. Tenebris into it, and, you know, he is who yeah. the Acolytes are bowing to, and then you see... You know, Hugo, maybe the ascension of Plagueis. To... And, and Paul is an alien. And those are both aliens. Okay. Mm-hmm. Paul is not a human. He's a humanoid alien. Right, so right. He, he could either be a, a, a Mun or a, a, a Bith with no problem. Yeah. So, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I have, a, I have a movie on Blu-ray called Paul, and it's about an alien. And it's about an alien. And, uh, and that alien looks like a Bith. He does. Oh. It's, it's not unheard of. There we go. Oh, man, we're a mess now because... <laughs> You can't spell Plagueis without Paul, but Paul looks like a Bith. So it's one of the two. We've, we've nailed at least half we've the We've got mystery. it. All right. <laughs> Paul Agus. Yes, he's skyrocketing. I feel, I feel, a, sh- I feel a shutdown coming. <laughs> Paul Agus. That's it. Sarlacc Digest is shut down. They figured out the whole mess behind the scene. Right on. All right. Well, we beat that one to death real quick. Woo. So we've got we've got 20 minutes, folks. Guess what time it is? It's time for the Wheel of Random. Oh, my God. What is this? Look and at those you, topics. Look at those topics. So as you guys see here, we've got most of our topics as usual. And every few, we've got one of our uh, – <laughs> either we send love or we talk trash to our beloved Darth Mooch. So, That's right. <laughs> Scott, if you want to spin the wheel. You got it, gentlemen. Here we go. <laughs> oh! <just laughs> Lucky. As, all right. So the topic is Snoke. So where do we want to start? 
do we want to start with how we want more of him or how he was a waste in the sequels? I let's let's go with how where we think they're I don't know. You lead the show, man. All right. Dig <laughs> it. So I think there was probably a different plan for Snoke from the beginning. I don't think Snoke was supposed to die in two. I think Snoke was supposed to go to the end, right? Do you think? Do you guys think that Palpatine was just a, a, a last second ad in there? Like they they were like this whole thing is broken. Absolutely. Take, damn it. Absolutely. And it's it seems more and more apparent to me that that's what it was as time goes on. It just um, it just doesn't work, man. It had they hinted at it in the beginning, like I've said a million and a half times on this show with a laugh or something during Ray's force vision the and and the force awakens then it would make sense but just to throw them out there at the end it's like i i was excited for uh kylo ren i was on board with them killing snoke because I, yeah. I i really was i wanted to see a skywalker ben solo kylo ren in charge of the galaxy i Agreed. wanted supreme leader evil freaking kylo ren no and boss above no boss above, yes. nobody above him. And they, they undid that in the first five minutes of that damn yeah. movie. And, yeah. and as excited, as much as I love Ian McDermott and I love his portrayal of the emperor, I, I just, I thought it I thought that was a waste too. I honestly thought you can look, you can listen to his lines in the movie and it is every cliche that he has thrown out in the previous movies that he was in regurgitated yeah. with a different spin. It's like they took his old scripts and say, here, just say these words again, but make it sound, just sound older doing it. S sound <laughs> sick whenever you're doing it. Easy. Uh, it just, yeah, yeah man, it, it's should have left. Yeah, I agree. Should have left him and then had Kylo kill him and take over. If you're going to kill him in this, in two, oh. especially make yeah. Kylo the big bad at that point. And, that's and what it was all building but, to, but they had, but they had to turn him back around. I mean, that, that's what the BS is, right? That's you couldn't yeah. let him just be evil. So I agree with you. I would like to see the Skywalker on top of that. What about you, Joe? Snoke was, uh, it's like, you want to say he was too important of a, of a character to snuff out that quick, but it's like, he wasn't around to be around long enough to be that important. <laughs> that important of a player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's you like, know, but there's so much history that we haven't heard yet. You know, we've read about yeah. it. And, but and I how like to saw it how he's been around since the beginning of this whole mess, right? That was yeah. the, that was where the quotes and he knew so much. So I can almost headcanon the fact that since he was cloned of, of, I would assume some parts of Palpatine, right? And Palpatine's like, I am all the Sith, just like she is all the Jedi. And that, which by again, was one of the 1% we were always right on, which was Palpatine was going to contain all the Sith. You guys uh -huh. look back for years. We've been saying that shit for years. Yeah. Um, I, I think, oh shit, I don't know where that train was going. <laughs> oh, but uh, Snoke, if he was if he was cloned from him, then he knows the same stuff. Right? He's been around since the beginning. So you can kind of play headcanon in there that that's why he knew things and why he was powerful and all this stuff. He was just and I, and I can explain why that he looks all funky, you know, because yeah. it was just a fucked up clone. Uh -huh. Oh, that yeah. was my one. I wasted it on that. That you was dead. Uh, wow. Uh, that was a waste. I was waiting for something on Moocher. That's Dad, like, nabbit. Dad, darn. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, that's I, I think it was a huge waste, but I, I could headcanon a few bits. I still think we're going to get some stories on him. Actually, shoot, man. I, I would kind of like to get a little bit of early regular Snoke. What if we can get like a regular, undeformed, original Snoke like uh, in one of these shows? Like, why not show up in Andor or show up in Mando or show up in something, right? You, you know, it was a it was a thing that they said in that, in that uh, Kylo Ren comic, The Rise of Kylo Ren, where it was... Snoke was deformed because of a confrontation that he had. Quit biting me, you little shit. Um, Rusty's like in a mood today. Um, I lost my train now. It derailed. Uh, Snoke was deformed because of a confrontation he had with Luke. And whenever Kylo saw him, whenever Kylo saw him for the first time in the comics, he said, uh, what did he do to you? Uh, you know, it was that kind of moment. And now that we see him, his cloned body already looking like that inside those Sparty yeah. cylinders, which uh -huh. I'm going to call them from here on. Oh, it yes. Kind of, it kind of undoes that, you know, it, it, it kind of, and they've already said they're not going to undo things that are in canon. So that's what Snoke said. Did you see it happen in comics? Yeah, you saw you. No, you didn't see it happen in comics. Snoke said it. In the ah, comics. just like we see the two sides of Kylo and Luke's vision, uh, the, the telling the story. OK, so okay. Snoke could be just messing with him to get him pulled over. Uh, yeah. I, I can headcanon that pretty easy, too. Okay. Right. OK, so yeah. actually, do you have one more picture in there? Do you have uh, Andor 
um, with the blue background, that little triangle thing. I wanted to bring something up real quick. Yes, yes, I do. Keep talking while I find um, it. What I'm, what, it there it is. is. Okay. Hey, what, what I'm really worried about here is uh, – is that a, are those, oh, that's, that's your, I'm like, whose waters are those? Isn't that a picture? So anyway, um, I'm worried that this bar right here is on the Halcyon. I wanted to bring that up. Okay. Um, I, I'm really worried. I've seen a few bar scenes and I'm, I'm pretty sure this is on the Halcyon, but here's where I was going with this. You can, you can kill it now. Um, okay. I'm hoping they are on the Halcyon now and that's where they see Snoke. And then we have some kind of talk about Snoke. That'd be kind of a cool little jab. At least you get some connection to the sequels. We know right. all these things are supposed to help the sequels. All supposed to help the Disney era of, of Star Wars. So another thing. And they did say, there was a quote here. Uh, let me see if I can find it real fast about fan service. And they said they would be giving us fan service. Uh, not fan service. They'll be giving us, let me grab it. That was my cat, Papa Schmitty. That, that was my cat, Rusty. That bit hey, me. On the when when asked you... about legacy characters may pop up in the series, uh, Gilroy, the director, writer, kept coy, but noted that if it did, it would never be for purposes for purposes of just fan service and never have them appear for the sake of being in the series. He's all, it's never cynical. It's always meant to be there. It's always protein, never icing. So nothing just sneaking in. So he's not saying they're not going to be in there. We're going to see some main people in here and they're going to be important is what he's saying. Right. So right. people we don't know. So again, we can sneak people we've talked about either on this show or on hot topic, but I've never really talked about Snoke and that would be kind of a cool um, addition to see why he was important. Have him in some rich place, right? Have him somewhere that that, that is important, or even maybe in the beginning of the rebellion, as, as some wealthy aristocrat that Mon Mothma is trying to bring in. Could you imagine that? And he would know wow. everybody. That that would be so cool if he was in the, their little mini circle and it is breaking off. It would definitely be interesting because you're talking about in the middle of Palpatine's reign. You know, it's it's not right. after we're we're right in the smack dab. So of the they've never. Of They've never came out with like a like a like a name or a character of who he was before. Snoke, no, like just Snoke. Snoke. I think Snoke. his I think his name is actually Snoke. What is the possibility that maybe Paul. he's a he's a clone of of Palpatine's son? Well, he's a clone of Palpatine. He's a fun, so he's, he's obviously a, failed a clone, clone of Palpatine. So okay, so man, I don't know why I'm blanking it. What? How did his well, son his son die by by getting who did he, Are you talking about uh, Palpatine's? Oh, Palpatine's yes. son. Okay, well, Palpatine had several clones. Most of them they killed when they weren't when they weren't right, right. Yeah. But he had one like completely unfort sensitive kid, and and uh, that okay. That looks human. He has, human. He has a regular. Yeah, he has yeah. a regular name too, like a regular Earth name, like Dathan. 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 Oh, that's oh, never mind. Nate Dathan, like Nathan. Okay, that's right. Dathan. Right, Dathan. Um, but anyway, so he was the imperfect, perfect clone, right? A perfect yeah. clone, but not oh. force sensitive. So he oh, kind of let okay. him out. Okay, let him out to breed. Is basically what happened. It's exactly what he did. Yeah, uh, right. he he pretended to just let him go, but you know, Dathan thought he was escaping, but Palpatine knew the entire time. And that's where yeah, you get right. uh, what's his name, Ochi of Bastoon, and all of that. Ochi Ochi shanked him. So now, now check out Gav, Gavin's note here about it's still odd being a clone, but doesn't look anything like Palp. Wait, sorry, Marco's not here. Palpatine, um, <laughs> other than being old, white, and crusty. Am I missing something? That's a good point because since he was a clone. I'm, okay, this is where that theory crafting comes in from the other stuff. You're trying to probably mix stuff around, right? You're probably trying to find the best way. Because we know from old Heir to the Empire that it's hard to clone a Force-sensitive. Right. They come out crazy. They come out warped. All sorts of things go wrong. So they're having trouble doing that right now. Um, so you figure that's why they want Grogu. They're probably going to want Ezra or Ben or all these things, right? People that they find are Force-sensitive, they're going to want blood samples from mm -hmm. these people and probably have. So they probably use some different samples, and that's how you come up with Snoke. Um, the original Snoke might have been some kind of force sensitive. They try to use him, throwing some Grogu blood, throwing some whatever, throwing some Palpatine blood, and they're mixing shit up. And all of a sudden, you have boom, crazy eight foot tall, you know, crusty hole in the head Snoke. I mean, there's things they, they're going to have to explain that because that is weird. But since just, he was in their cylinders, you just made me think of something though too. And I hadn't put this these two equations together here, and that is. The Inquisitors. The Inquisitors are all out there trying to get rid of Jedi, right? Oh, they're, they're trying to find Jedi. They're trying to get rid of Jedi. Um, but they're doing it slowly. They're doing it smart. They're not out there just killing. And whenever they do get them, they bring their bodies and put them in that amber liquid back on the Inquisitorious whatever, Castle Inquisitorious. Um, what if instead of just outright killing Jedi, and that's why they got pissed at Reva for killing that one on Tatooine, what if they're capturing all of the Jedi, bringing them back there for cloning purposes? Oh, yes. I love that. 
I love yeah. that. Why just go for the baby when you can right. see? I figure Grogu is a, is, is 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 singularly important because of they, that Palpatine the, knows how Yoda ages. Right, right. Yoda but, ages, and Yoda was all powerful. You know? Right, exactly. So in, in that is reason for him. But you're completely right. It doesn't have to be a kid. And matter of fact, that's not a bitch. Is fifty years old. He's not even a kid. He's a kid yeah. in size and 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 whatever. But he's not. He's younger than all these other Jedi. So that is a great point. And I hope that's part of it too. Yeah. Right in the sparty cylinders, like you said. Right. Love it. Love it. Right. All right, cool. All right, are we going to roll this? We gonna one more. Let's, do, let, let's roll one more. One more? What the oh, hell? Okay, okay here we, we go. we got eight minutes, man. I can't come on here and go an hour and a half, then Mooch will be like, oh, you go an hour and a half when I'm not there. You drink. <laughs> oh, 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 God, no. Woohoo! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to go first? Because you know my thing on Rose, I'll go into. Um, you know, I, I am not a giant Rose. I know she's on this list because she is a controversial subject, which is what the wheel is. The wheel of controversy, basically. She doesn't bother me as a character. It's the situations they put her in that bothered me. Um, she was perfectly fine. I understand what she was going through, you know, having lost somebody like that and being on the run. But it, it was taking that cool kind of cool character we, we didn't get to know her well enough to really think she was cool throw her into this really dumb adventure on canto bite which to me the last jedi <sighs> the only part yeah. of the last jedi that that falls apart for me is canto bite you remove <laughs> that and i can watch that movie and right. i'm like this movie's pretty cool don't it's you bite me again it's a damn time frame and yeah. they're going across the galaxy canto bite was exactly as far away from crate as you could possibly be and they jump there and back before before the ship could catch them in just a couple hours. In a couple of hours. <laughs> right? I mean, that's that's some serious Millennium Falcon kind of well, speed right there. I, I got you. Joey, what were you going to say right there, bro? I'll never forgive her for robbing Finn of his glorious death <laughs> ever. <laughs> Not that it, I it, wanted Finn to die, but I felt it, that the first time I seen that movie, I felt that moment so, you know, I was like, oh my God, this is it was poignant. So... I was even yeah. getting teary-eyed. And when yeah. she pulled, you know, and when she pulled him out of the ship, I was like, no. Let yeah. him have that glorious death. Yeah. And she robbed him. The it only way that his it. life means something right there. It would have mm-hmm. it would have been a better ending than what they did on in Rise of Skywalker. I was hitting Mooch when he was going for that thing. I was hitting him. I'm like, dude. I said, this is where Red 5 comes back right effing now. Red 5, Red 5, here he comes. And we never got that. Then Rose comes in. I'm like, oh, that's no fun. But I would have been okay with Luke coming in for the save right there. Right? So it wasn't even it wasn't even the fact that Finn got to live. It was just the way he got to live and by who saved him, which was weird, <laughs> right? And I guess that was what it was. Because if Luke came in there, Red 5 flying in, I'd have been off my seat. And that's one of those things, just who. Yeah. Um, and that is, yeah, maybe she, maybe she hadn't earned the right to save him there. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. You, you know, it, you got to kind of build up and then save somebody, I guess. You know, like Han saves Luke in the end of, of A New Hope, and he had definitely earned that. You yeah. know, um, I can't think of any other place where somebody saved somebody and, and hadn't earned it through through the show. Or even or if she movie. took the sacrifice, even if she got, you know, she yeah. was the one that took the bullet. I would have been all right with that, but <laughs> He's like, I'd have been cool if Rose Biffy right there. I wouldn't have been crying at all. I'd be like, about time. But I mean, no, get, get that Black Series figure right up there. Said about time. <laughs> about time. She made it through that whole movie. Okay, so yeah, here's my take long. on yeah. Rose. And uh, I know I've covered this before, but I'll do it again. So I didn't like Rose at first because I thought it was pointless. I definitely didn't like DJ at first because I thought he no, was pointless. I, I still don't like DJ, but and I know what you're going to say. Yeah, exactly. But when you put them together, you didn't th- realize what their reasoning was. And then you realize, and sorry for you guys if I'm on repeat about this from a couple years back, but uh, Rose, uh, for all intents and purposes, Rose was his angel on his shoulder and DJ was his devil, right, for Finn. And so Finn was in this point in his life where he's at a fork, right? He had just left the First Order. He didn't want to join the Resistance. That wasn't his plan. All he cared about was Ray, right? Where's Ray? Where's Ray? All the time. You know, let me run. I'm going to run. I'm going to leave. He's going to leave at Maz Kanata's castle. He's going to do all this stuff. He's running, okay? So he gets knocked out. He's in a coma. They bring him out. And what's his first thing? Where's Ray? Okay. He's not trying to be part of literally his first words, first words. He's not trying. He has not chosen a side. He has chosen Ray and that's it. So through this whole visit to Canto Bight on the ships, doing all his, his, his whole journey, he still hasn't chosen. So 
this whole time Rose from the beginning from right when he meets her is talking about the, the resistance and how great everybody is and his sister and what a hero he is and blah 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 and going off and telling him this is this is you know what we do when we fight for the things we love while DJ on this end is like F everybody man look at me I live happy I live free nobody's gonna tell me nothing oh look at this thing your 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 heroes you're talking about are buying these ships the same way the Imperial or the, the first order is you guys are all getting it from the same people you know, good is evil and evil is good. They're all the same. And that's what he's yeah. showing him, right? He's the devil. F it, man, run. And Rose is all, F it, man, stay. And, yeah. and that's what they are. And once, once I realized that, I was like, okay, I probably have some problem in the execution yes. again. But yes. I realized how the characters are written. And I realized the purpose of them. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm not half mad at Rose or, or uh, DJ anymore. I'm mad at the Canto Bite time. And yes. that's it. That That's all I'm mad about there. But <laughs> yeah. Rose now, totally cool with. And I'm actually kind of... I feel bad for Kelly Marie Tran, all the shit she took. Yes. And I also feel bad because I think they, they dwarfed her uh, role in, in Rise of Skywalker because of it. And, yeah. and, and I think she could have become a really, a, a really important you know, tertiary or, or, or so character as far as a lot of the old side, side characters we had that wouldn't be so hated. You know, they they put out some BS statement that her parts, her part in this series was always supposed to be in the Rise of Skywalker. She was supposed to be with Leia the whole time. And then with Carrie Fisher passing and the whole bit, all of a sudden her part got cut way down. But I think that's crap. I, I think so. that is obviously crap, especially in the way they they got her to stay there. Finn's like running up to her, come on, Rose, we're going to do this. No, nah, sorry, I can't. I got to hang here with Leia and the guys while we figure out what's going on. You know, And they played her just right. kind of like that. You know, yeah. it was it wasn't even if, if it was the same Rose that was in the other movie, she'd have been like, hell yeah, let's do this. Yeah, she should have taken Claude's place on the Falcon doing things, uh, taking care of the machinery, right? Wasn't she like, yeah. a, she was a mechanic. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we have yeah. Claude with no arms, no legs, arms. or digits. Yeah. To, to, <laughs> he, and he, is he and poking things with his head? Which at first is fun, right? Yeah. It, it's it's yeah. kind of like, what's Geode? It's kind of like that. Like, how are you doing that? It's dumb. It, but it <laughs> makes it fun. But on the next step is like, you could have easily put Rose there and she would have been with the heroes and, and been doing something important. So yeah. they, they did kind of blow that, blow that, but, you know, here nor there. Um, I, I'm not Team Rose, but I don't hate Rose at all. I, I see the point of her. I don't think they executed her character very well. They did that with several characters in the sequels. Um, but once you see, I mean, I don't know if anybody disagrees or agrees in the pit, but once once you see the reasoning, if that reasoning makes sense, I think it just makes it easier to swallow. In in the pit, we've got a lot of people saying the same thing, which is uh, no real anything negative about Rose at all, but some negative about Canto Bite. Yeah. So as um, a whole, I think pretty much... Yeah. You know, we're right. People agree with us. Yeah, yeah good. That's, that's how it, it should be. That's what uh, anonymous, anonymous dude, uh, one, two, three does have a question for us. Uh, true or false in your gut. Do you think you will enjoy Andor more than Kenobi? Um, I'm that's worried. I will. Tough one. I'm worried. I'm, isn't that weird? I'm worried. I will because I love Kenobi. Cause I, and really, I love Kenobi because the Vader Kenobi and the way stuff. it ended and, and the, and the, I, I love Leia and I love all the, I love all these pieces, yeah. right? There's just so much in yeah. there. I should, I sh it should be my favorite star Wars. It should be uh -huh. right. It's it's so good to me, but I think Andor is going to be one of those when we when we're done with it, we're like, whoa, that was that was just solid. like Rogue One, just like Rogue yeah. One. You know, we were we had the Force Awakens. We were like, oh man, that was great, and then we had Rogue One. We all went into it going, okay, what's what's this? What's this all about? And then we walked out going, I need a beer. I need a drink, man. That was intense, and I think that's what we're going to get here. I sure same, as hell hope so. Same writer too. So I mean, there's yeah. no reason why we shouldn't. Yep, and and it's uh, it did mention there's not a lot. It's not Jedi running around or anything. It doesn't mean we won't see Fulcrum, but you know, this is a straight boots on the ground, building the Republic or building building the rebellion. This is what we're gonna do, and it's gonna get nasty, and it's gonna be awesome. And like I said, we're gonna see the fall of 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 mm -hmm. Saul and Mon's relationship. We're gonna see all of this. And did you guys see the the part of that interview too? They mentioned it's not like gonna end at like the split second of Rogue One. It's going to split when five days earlier, and it's going to be when Cassian gets on the ship to go to the Ring of Nefreen. That's, Real, that's, a Ring of Kefreen? Oh. Ring of Kefreen, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what that's what Tony Girl. He's all, it's not a secret how this show ends. It's going to be Cassian going on the ship to go to the Ring of Kefreen. That's cool. And that's I know it gives me chills just thinking about it. Cause I'm like yeah. I'm gonna, I Who's see that already, cool. and it better be this exactly like I see it. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> damn it. No. Okay. I, th I think we got enough time yeah. to do one more spin. Oh my god, it's nine! Look at you! Let's I know. go for it! Alright, let's do this. One more spin, and hopefully it'll land on one of the uh, 
four Darth Moochers that are right next to each other. Let's see. And there we go. Oh, 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 oh. Come on, come on. Oh, come there's on. two Mooches. It's going to be a Mooch. <laughs> All right. So what do we want? Do we want to tell Mooch stories? We want to tell him we love him? We want to make fun of his beard and that he's short and, you know, needs to maybe do some crunches? What are we doing? We all, he knows that we love him and he knows that he has an epic beard and all that. Tell us a story of Darth Moocher from his younger years, Chris. Oh man, I don't, I don't know. I just, I think I've told you guys about the stories of me and Mooch, right? I mean, Mooch and I have been every, see all my, oh, I can't see him. Behind me, I have all my convention stickers on that, that four foot Vader right there. I've been to every convention. I've never been to a convention without Mooch, right? Like, I don't know if I'll ever go to a convention in my life without Mooch. Um, so that's fun. I, Star Wars movies I go to. I can't think of the last Star Wars movie I went to without him. If yeah. I'm going back from the 90s. So, I mean, I just, just a, you know, this this show is fun because we're all friends and we're all uh, everything. And I just want to keep that going with all of us. And like I said, Mooch and I have this very long history of, of going to shows and doing things together like that. Um, but Revenge of the Sith was probably my favorite with him just because it was three ass days, two nights in a tent. Um, sunburn as hell going into that flick, you know watching it over and over again together and just being so happy at that, knowing that thinking that that was it for star Wars. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. that, that we were never going to get another one. That was our, our, our farewell, our, our big boom, three, three day event. And yeah. let's, <clears throat> let's knock this out, you know, and then we get to do it again. We're, we're 20, 20 years later and we're still doing it. Right. And, and I think that's cool. So all, all this shit talking aside and, and playing around with Mooch, you know, it, it, I miss you Mooch. Although I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pretty damn good host. So deal with it. So you, you kind of are, it's, it's kind of scary how, how yeah. you just picked up on that real quick. It's a whole, no, it's a whole different mode when I'm sitting in a, in a square and when I'm running it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm, I've known you Chris for, for damn near 30 years. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mooch though, I just met him and God, whenever I joined this podcast and that was what 2017, whenever I came on board, and uh, he is he is one of my best friends now. He is just that guy. Julie, Julie and I have him over for dinner. I mean, he comes over, plays games. We watch. Yeah, man. We go to Disneyland together, man. He's a cool dude. Oh, he, he is. He is. There's a there's a nerd line. Right. And we all stand right here. Yeah. Mooch generally jumps over it and then takes a little bit of a walk. Not a run. Rotate running anywhere. Right, so he did go to their walk farther down the way, and he, and he's on that side of the nerd line. We'll be talking regular nerd Star Wars stuff like normal humans, right? right. No yeah, Star yeah. Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, and he starts bringing out Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm like, Mooch, just go stand over there by the tree, dude. You gotta go, yeah. you know. So, he, he, and he still gives me crap about Star Trek, but I, I understand that's and, you know that's acceptable, and that's I, a different line you need to go to, and that's the exit line, and that's that's where you need to be. Bye. <laughs> just, <laughs> That's funny. Boot, bootleg, you got um, anything on him? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've only known him maybe, what, maybe five, you know, five, seven years. Um, you know, met him and Chris at, in the, you know, in the line of uh, Force Awakens. And it sucks because I wish I would have met you guys <clears throat> back in the, the prequels, you know, that we only got to see four movies together. And, uh, you know, I really wish we would have met, you know, back in the prequels, you know, we, we could have seen those together. And, you know, there's plenty of times this get, you know, he's talked me off the ledge on a lot of things, you know, star Wars wise, star, you know, podcast wise, life wise, you know, he's, he's a, he's a perfect person to have in your life. If you're, yeah. you're going through something. Sure is. And, uh, Mooch, yeah. you're getting all sorts of love today, man. He's probably yeah. crying right now. If he's, he's watching this. Biggest, he's the biggest enabler. Yes. Oh my God. It really is. But I, I pay his, him right he back. Needs get, he needs to get his priorities right. Yeah. Y'all do really. Yeah. Cause I, I, poor Mooch, you, we, we, you done jacked him up. We got him I, one yeah. toy and, and his whole, his whole house, his whole income is gone. He's never going to retire. We've screwed him all up. Well done. Every time I go to a toy store or something, I've got him on speed dial. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, they have this. He's like, oh, okay. How much pay? For, okay. I'll pay you. I'll pay you back right now. Yeah. But, enabler. Yeah, we got we got to say one thing about him though. He does have this one hair on his beard that kind of sticks out all wobbly. <laughs> it's like, gotta trim that hair, dude. Like Mooch, come on, man. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't that difficult, bro. <laughs> right all right, all right. Well, tell you what, that's it for episode one seventy four of the Starlight Digest, and uh, 
Well, Scott, where we where can we, I'll do that. Well, we don't have Ernie, so let's do this. Scott, where can I find you? Oh, hey, you can find me at the Art of Scott Solo on the Instagrams, and uh, you know you can always find all of us here at the Sarlacc Digest Central on Facebook, where we continue this conversation mm-hmm. and uh, we take it in all sorts of different directions. So, do that, uh, Chris. You're you're over there. Hey, this mirror thing just doesn't work. Uh, are you uh, still hanging out on Twitter? Are you doing your thing on Twitter? I am on Twitter, so you can message me, talk to me, anything on Twitter. You know what? I do pop in the, the IGs now and then, so you can message in uh, either Hoth, Hoth Topic Podcast or Sarlacc Digest, uh, either one of those, and I'll be uh, I'll be in there talking. Awesome. You can also follow our TikTok page. Uh, that's, uh, what is it? TikTok.com slash, I don't care, Sarlacc Digest Podcast. I do one-minute toy reviews and a few other things on there. You also have down there, there's some links that you can buy merchandise. We've got Sarlacc Digest shirts. We've got Sarlacc Digest pint glasses. We've got all sorts of crap that you can, you know, do it. Just go on there. And like Chris says, don't ask, just go, just do it. Hey, real quick, I wanted to say, Uh, hey, hey to Royal Farm Boy, I want to say, Royal Farm Boy is on Twitter, right, with us. Avid listener, listens every week, shares our stuff every single week is on the east so it's hard to get in here so we want to say appreciate you for jumping on i know many of you are on the east coast love to see you live when you can appreciate you a lot and rural farm but we love the support appreciate the sport and, and thank you so much so i want to throw that out there so thanks for the joining pit. the pit man oh yeah it's awesome um tj8311 another great show thank you man i appreciate that uh yeah but if you Again, if you have a spare dollar or two, log on to patreon.com slash Sarlacc Digest Podcast and consider donating to the show. It all goes back into the production of the show. Uh, it goes into promotion of the show. We're trying to hit a thousand followers on YouTube right now. Once we have a thousand followers, everything kind of opens up. And we are, I think at last look, we are 81. We are 81 followers away from it. So once we hit that thousand threshold, things are going to start popping and we're going to have a giveaway. We're going to have a couple of giveaways. So all of you that are in the pit regularly, you're the ones who are going to get targeted for this giveaway. So brace yourself. You're going to get some stuff, stuff, stuff. Gotta love stuff. So yeah, that's that. I think that I cover it. Oh, crystal rogue toys, crystal, uh, check out RogueToys.com for all your toy needs. Rogue toys with three locations in Las Vegas, as well as Salt Lake city and Portland, Oregon. So Rogue Toys Crystal on Instagram as well. Bootleg Joe, where can we find you, sir? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at bootleg Joe underscore 760. And you can sometimes find me on Snapchat at Jedi Killer. Snapchat? I'm really? not Snapchat. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> wow, you don't look like a 13-year-old <laughs> girl, man. I, no, I don't know. You can catch me on MySpace. At, what, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Uh-huh, Joey. Yeah. A little slip. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Right on. Do yeah. we, we do Ernie's 87 different shows? Uh, the Fallen Fett Chronicles. Uh, how we do Disney. Uh, the Toy Migos with They're Not Dolls. All of Ernie's stuff. Just follow the... the Boba uh, Squadron. Boba Squadron. Right. And uh, <laughs> he's, That dude's got a so lot of stuff going on. Ernie. And he works full time. And he's got a wife. And he's got a lot. I'm like, how do you do it, dude? Do you how only you sleep do? 20 minutes a night? What I barely have time hell? for this hour and a half, damn it. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah so i i think i think that's it that's boys it. all right well tell you what everybody thank you for joining and thank you so much in the pit thank you our patrons and we're gonna see you next week live at eight scott that's right keep it nerdy everybody <laughs>